Greetings. God, it seems like this group is getting smaller and smaller by the week. <laughs> Therefore, this delation ah. process. Yeah. <laughs> God, the incubator has just put people into little shreds of dust. It was so hot that <laughs> just have to bring themselves together. So for that, for this reason. I don't know if it's for this reason or others. Um, we have an unreasonable, unexpected proposal that has appeared in the space. Clinton. Um, having, having participated in building game worlds for decades, as, as you have also, without maybe even calling them that, but you, you know, you've been involved in game worlds our whole lives. And then also, but particularly in lately as an edge worker involved in um, trying to shift current game worlds or trying, you know, trying to retrack a game world that's on one path and trying to put it onto a different path and, and really involved in, in the nitty gritty, like, like confronting kind of the game underworld of game worlds you know the guts really the guts like the the things that where a game world is hammered into a certain format or reality or construct and 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 facing having to face into that these exact these crucial these unconscious commitments from different people these deep deep unconscious fears from different people these social contracts that we've signed unconsciously and that are um, enforced by money or power or uh, political you know dispositions like all these huge forces at work in game worlds and having to face into game worlds is we, we notice some things over time and I think one of the things that and Chloe was just about to mention but I wanted to give some background about was simply how much time it, some things take uh, to like to unfold. Like I have I have two avocado seeds, you know, in the backyard here, and I have some other seeds that. But I have particular I have interest in these two particular avocado seeds because they came from a tree right outside a backyard that's not grafted, so it's a natural tree and it produces huge delicious avocados in abundance. And I want to grow those trees and plant them somewhere else. So I'm interested that these seeds sprout. So every morning I get up and I go outside and one of the things I do is I grab those seeds and I go sprout, sprout, sprout like this. I water them, I pull the weeds, I, you know, you know, and you know what? They sprout when they're ready to sprout. They sprout at their own speed. There's this time factor involved and they're doing all this stuff that I don't know about, like underground. You know, if you pull the thing out and try to see how the roots are doing, it just kills the thing. So, so, so we, I'm not allowed. I don't have an x-ray machine to see what's going on in the kernel, you know, and in the whole metabolism of the whole blobby seed thing and then what kind of roots it's making. I just have to wait until some little thing that's coming out like this, you know, I have to wait. And so I think game worlds are a lot like this. That there's these there's this time factors involved 
and this multi-dimensionality of forces involved. And so that's that's why I wanted we're we're edging towards a proposal that I think is really based in physical reality. And but the background is that the game worlds work in their own speed and in multi-dimensional forces and take their own time. So that's what I wanted to say. Keep going. Me? Yes. <laughs> well, well, each of us in the game world incubator has interests in incubating a, a game world or our game world or the game world, you know, through which our non-material value can emerge in and and co-create next culture. You know, this whole this whole space that we're in together is not focused on, you know, you trying to be, be a millionaire or you trying to have more properties with a little piece of paper, you know, that has your name on it that says you own more properties or anything like this. It isn't, it is not based on the values of modern culture. It's based on an entirely different cultural context that we're calling archiarchy, next culture. So we're building Gaian game worlds and they that, that sprout into and connect together to build out uh, a, this whole culture shift that's happening around the world from, from patriarchy to archiarchy. And um, so, so the, the thing is that your, your actual non-material value, when it shows up, is the thing that is your presence in it's your it's your currency or your medium of exchange. It's your um, aliveness, your, your ecstatic aliveness that can happen in next culture occurs through you getting to do what you came here to do in terms of being a human being and the the non-material value that you're here to provide. So, you know, you guys here, these people, we are creators and. It's not just you know everybody creates because any word you you say is a creation. It has a meaning and a story. So we're all everybody's creating. Most people are creating unconsciously, serving unconscious purposes, and they're in that way going along with the flow of ordinariness, which leads to extinction of life on planet Earth. So the the kind of creators that you are is uh, creating consciously, creating a space in which your um, your value can do its work in the world. And so, so I think you're at work doing that. I think every emotional healing process you do, every article you read, every article you write, every experiment you you try is building out your game world. And uh, what Anne Chloe and I were talking about and figured out actually, we're thinking that, that your game world building is going along just fine right now in nonlinear ways. And so these nonlinear and unreasonable ways that your game world building is going does not really require that we meet every week right now. Like what we've done is set out together a framework, uh, 
a guidelines uh, foundation, the technology of building game worlds is set out. And now each one of us has been uh, confronting our inner design structure in comparison to the actions we want to take for building out our game world. So if you want to have a website, you have to deal with your, your fears of being visible or judged or criticized. And if you don't change those inner structures through emotional healing processes and through having new uh, distinctions and experiments, it will never, you won't be able to have a website for your, for your game world. If you don't, if you, if you still regard yourself as having parents, then your orientation in the world is as a child because children have parents. And so if you're looking at the world and part of your world is that you have parents, you're, you're essentially, your adult ego state is contaminated with your child ego state and you're blocked there, know it or not, if you, whether you know it or not. Adults don't have parents. Adults have ancestors. Adults have the place where you were born, you know, the place you grew up, and then there these, whoever it was, your mother, your father, your caretakers, whoever it was that parented you, become your ancestors as you become adult. As you step from adolescence into adulthood, your parent-type parent people become though part of your history. They're no longer in front of you. They're behind you. And so part of building a game world that didn't exist in the world, that's not ordained or that is not uh, designed by modern culture, that like, is not on a modern culture tax form, then you, you will, you don't fit any longer into the world owned by your parents. Like the, who, who, and so if your parents are in front of you, they will be blocking you. You will not be able to build out a game world except by destroying your parents or changing your parents. And so you're trying to change your parents and make it okay with them for you to be something different from them. This is kind of a wrong strategy. I mean, like ineffective strategy. It's like, it doesn't matter. Your parents are not in front of you anymore. If you're an adult, they are behind you and not a job on your bench. And then you don't have to move through them. They're just part of your resources behind you. They're part of your heritage. And so on and on and on and on. If you don't have your voice back, if you don't have your center back, like all these things that we're working on uh, as healing and evolutionary processes are the things that are building your game world. I mean, I was, I was thinking this morning I woke up and the first thing I wanted to do was to finish writing out this process that I'm working on, which is like a, one of the processes in a lab. And it's got all these notes all over it. Just, and I can't read this anymore in the shadow, you know, in the dark, in the training room. And, and so I, what I wanted to do was update my write-up from this process that I want to do in the upcoming lab. Okay, well, the first thing I had to do was use the toilet and take a shower and then put some laundry in the washing machine and take the bio out to the bio basket and then hang up the laundry and have some breakfast. And like, I had to do all these things in the material world, but I did them as, as a way to write up this process. It was like, I'm building my game world by washing the clothes and hanging them out to dry. 
because, and I love doing the laundry. I'm not sure why that is, but I get to hold these physical things, you know, and at the same, but at, but I'm doing them so because I'm building out my game world. And so there are these speed limits in the material realm. And, and I think it's appropriate that uh, half the people, seems like half the people are not here in our meeting today because, um, because the timing is they're in their digesting, they're integrating, they're, it's like, um, gestating that's the word gestating it's like you have a baby in the belly it takes nine months babies don't come out before nine months you know so people it seems like each one of us is pregnant or giving you know gestating this game world in our life and it's time for an interlude that supports the gestation christina you're going to say something yeah i have two questions can you hear me? Like what the first question is, you started with the shadow of the game worlds and you were, before you said this, um, you were ending in with this um, understanding to, you cannot change your parents or it's, it's about time to put your parents as ancestors in your back. And you were starting about the shadow world of the of the different kind of game worlds and i i just thought about that actually if you if you did not put your parents behind you if you did not do this process you will always want to change the existing or the game world you are in and you are not creating your own game world did i get it right okay good and the other thing was just what you was what you said. Sometimes I, I use the word fermenting for this, that we are all in this fermentation process and the bubbles are or like the, the veggies are on a different stage of fermentation. So um, what is your proposal? Like I hear kind of a propo you're preparing for a proposal. And <laughs> what is the proposal? We hand, the, we hand the speaking back to Anne Chloe Destin. Okay. It was her idea. <laughs> the proposal is, after 15 minutes, the proposal is <laughs> that this would be the last of the first group of session where we meet together. And then we move another, or we, we, there's another six session, six incubating session happening in six months. Cool. <laughs> it's timely, it seems. Okay, so yeah, so that would be this time where we would leave the group, the, the Telegram group open, and you can ask, you know, for uh, informals or formal meetings with two people, if you need possibility or emotional healing process, or like Dan has done or uh, Susanne about, uh, I'm, I'm going to be working on my website, you know, once a week for an hour and a half, this room will be open, you can join me, and we can work in parallel, like all these proposals uh, will be open in the group. And then we it would give you know, this time up, of updating what? reports yeah you know, reports how's it going here's your 
your newsletter. Like I want to be subscribed to every one of your newsletters, you know, so like send, you know, and every, you know, here's your next work talk. Here's your, like, and just really share all that also in this group. I mean, there's a, I think also what I realized is that there's a lot of things that I would wish to share or explore and discover uh, with you, but it's, it's not current to your game world right now. Um, or, and uh, because- Can you because give an example? It, yeah. I mean, a lot of your game worlds, I think, are in this liquid state. As you're in a liquid state, I mean, like we are in a liquid state. Even my game worlds are, are shifting. And I, I need this time to be, okay, what's the next experiment? You know, what's how the context is shifting? What's the next experiment? How am I building my circle? Like what we did in the past few weeks. But there's um, questions, for example, of uh, how do I uh, weave my game world into other people's game world so as to create value? You know, but it, I, when your game world is just starting, that's not your question. Your question is about building your circle, starting to provide value. Um, bringing your codex. Yeah, bringing your rules of engagement together. Yeah, the, the website. your team. Yeah. Your, you know, your infinity ring, your, your team together. And or another one could be really this question of uh, rep uh, replacing yourself so you go you know, you go to the next level. So replacing yourself. Or mm, in also when the game world starts taking mass in terms of quantity, there's this question of, which goes with replacing yourself is this village weaving so that whatever value you were providing, you're weaving people together so that they can provide this, this value together and to each other. So in the beginning, you if you're the originator of a game world, then you the central point. People are connected to the game world because they're connected to you, because they know you, because they've been in your space or they've received your value. And, and as the game world expands, then uh, what can happen is people get connected with each other and a lot of people are playing in your game world and don't even know you. And so, okay, well, how does that, you know, how does that shift happen? And this whole um, mm. discovery of how the skills of village weaving are, are needed in that phase of the game world. So uh, for example, that's something that Ana Norambuena has been working a lot where she is in the Takaka, like Golden Bay in New Zealand, where she was basically ex exhausted. I mean, if she was here, she would probably tell you, but she, she didn't have enough time. Her time and attention uh, she didn't have enough time to uh, provide the value to everybody in that game world. And then this uh, facing also these fears of, God, if somebody else provides the value than me, well, probably it wouldn't be maybe as elegant or experienced or, or valuable. And it's like, will that kill my game world? Will that kill the game world? If I, as the originator, I have, I carried, I, I build this experience to create what my game world looks like. And, 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 and it's to, yeah, to go through these emotional healing processes and experiments of um, how, the, how the game world can keep going even when you're not anymore at the center, like stuff like that. Um, uh, but Jeremy can, had his hand up. 
Oh yeah, Jeremy. I was going to give other examples, but go ahead. Mm -hmm. I feel fear not to have this space for six months in your proposal. And I, I just was wondering why not meet once a month instead of having such a long gap once a month for six months. But maybe you're answering my question already that it's because there's really a long gestation needed before we move to, to, to other things that you want to talk about. Yeah, that and the other part is that if we meet six weeks in a row, it creates an incubation. It creates this kind of hot... Uh, liquid state, kind of high, high intensity space, uh, much more than once a month, mm. which is more of a, you know, check-in uh, and we kind of do check-in basically once a month. So, True. and, and uh, the possibility of you saying, I need a team once a month to uh, ask me these, these questions, you know, and, or, you know, do a pirate agreement or kick my ass or any, this is really, that's what the Telegram group would be for. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Julia, you had something? No. Well, oh, I, I wanted, yeah. Go ahead. I just wanted to say to Jeremy, you could also do that now. You could take a stand for that and say, hey, I want us to meet once a month and we'll meet that time. And then you post it and yeah, go. Yeah, thank you. I do want us to meet once a month. And so I, I will take a stand for that, yes. Uh, organize it afterwards in the group. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what I was going to say is similar to what Julia just said, is that it, it could be that we just we just kind of all have a sense, you know, it'd be great to come back together and check in, you know, a couple of months from now or whatever along the way and just have everybody come together and have just a check-in meeting mm -hmm. in the interim, interim, you know, just a check-in. So that would come up as a proposal in the group. Great, so just for logistics, the date that seems to be fixed for now is we would start meeting again from April 21st, which is still a Thursday, which would be similar time. I think it would we would be in daylight saving or whatever the thing is. So the, the time start might be a little different, but it would be on Thursday around this time, Friday for, uh, the Eastern Hemisphere until the May 26th. So that's six weeks. Say it again, the two dates. Uh, April 21st to May 26th. Thank you. So on Thursdays. And so, and so for me, I, were ahead. you gonna say something? Go ahead. <clears throat> well, the, the, for me, the question is, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a proposed, you know, it's a, I think it's valid. I think, I think really this is what we need. And so we're, we're both, thanks, Chloe and I are proposing it. It seems really right. At the same time, the question is, what do you need right now? What do you need today? What would help you today to get ready for that? It's like this kind of blast off into your game world evolution incubation part. What do you need for that from today? What are you missing? What do you What do you want to check out? Christina, go go go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask the collective: How do you sort out the abundance of game worlds you're working in, and how you get kind of yeah rid of? Like I made this plan today. These are all the game worlds <laughs> I'm, and it's. Fuck. Okay. How I, I need to sort out. 
and how to sort out in a in a way that I'm not just let it drop but round up also to to be able to replace myself are there any good valuable experiences about how to distinguish between what to keep and what not to keep and how I'm, i just want to say i'd ask you to hold that drawing up longer because it's so valuable it's one of the recommended procedures is to do this is okay. to diagram out the game worlds that you're involved in you know consciously or unconsciously before you did not know what game worlds were you were still doing this and so take the time to diagram this out and it it's a shock it's a wake-up call it's really it's, important to do that yeah. so i'm really happy that you did it christina um we've i've done it in a lab before i don't know if you remember that if you were there but but it's so it's such a an, a, an incredible uh what do you say like a flashlight on where your energy and time are going mm -hmm. you know what's really focused where's your where's your uh your lifeblood flowing towards in your day-to-day -day life really and and and, it, and notice you just get to really notice what percentage of your time and day and energy and money and attention and all that is going into different game worlds do you want that and that's your question christine is that what you're, you're facing into that and the first step is the is this one you just did the first step is letting it hit you Mm -hmm. uh what's really going on i have some uh sort of questions that you could take with you one of them would be or i have two, I have two really one of them would be would you be playing in that game world if you were not being paid with money and if the answer is no then then the value that you're serving is money And that would be in contradiction with, you know, your, your archetypal lineage or your bright principle. And, uh, and also probably a revelation, um, like revealing the value of that game world that they're holding people by paying them, you know, and then, you know, just a question, you know, what, are, then what is the real value of that game world uh, itself? Um, and And the other question I think that goes with this one is where are you um, a responsible rescuer in these game worlds? That you're there because, uh, you know, no one would do it. The game world would die without you. You know, even hidden be behind the, I love so much this game world, I don't want it to die. Could be this responsible rescuing. And... Um, And I don't, I've been in this liquid state uh, in the past weeks of, it doesn't really matter. Like it doesn't really matter what I do. Uh, probably, you know, I mean, I read this sentence from Guy McPherson, which is if the, if the industrial civilization does not come to an end, like if the, The, there's more fuel or more fracking or more whatever, we discover something else, the climate will change so much in feedback loops that it will be uninhabitable for human beings. And if the industrial civilization does uh, end, 
then all the nuclear power that we have that is actually sustained in by the industrial civilization will collapse and then the, the earth will be radioactive and we won't it would be in a, in an inhabitable uninhabitable and so it, i think it for me it's like i'm i'm still in the sequester of being whatever i do will not change any of that probably will probably not change any of that and so can i let the game worlds that do not turn me on completely die even if they're valuable even if people are playing in it even even if all of that and that really the only thing that i can really do is really what i want right now and and of course like which i wants this yeah hmm. thank you thank you and chloe for these questions Yeah, I'd like also to give a possibility, Christina, which is to really check in with your four feelings. What do you feel about each game world? Like, especially which which one turns you on? Like, keep the ones that really turn you on. Like, let your joy guide you too. Sometimes I tend to forget the joy, and I'm noticing how much, like, with the clarity that's come through this game world incubator, I can really like say no and yes and follow the joy. I mean, joy can be misleading. I mean, I wouldn't use joy as a thing, but it's, if you get the idea of what feeds you, you know, what feeds you might take you into huge liquid states of fear and sadness and anger, and this is feeding you. And so if you're just focusing on joy, you could easily end up in avoiding a lot of what really feeds you. I would suggest that you uh, get a sense of the of the feeding thing, like what 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 brings you meaning, or what, like you said, turns you on. I think that was the first thing you said. What turns you on, which is not necessarily joy, hmm. as as odd as that or contradictory as that seems in the mainstream conception of you know life should make you happy like that. Also, the sweat is really. Yeah. The Reasonable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Anything else from anybody else from this question? From well, I mean, just think about it. I mean, I mean, those two questions, what if it does not really matter in the big picture? What if you actually cannot save the world? Okay. And what if, what if you are going to live even if you don't focus on making money? What if you're going to actually keep living? So it doesn't matter and you don't have to focus on money, then what turns you on? And I don't, I don't think most of us have ever asked those questions seriously. I don't think we've allowed ourselves to have that conversation. And so you may need to have that conversation over some time with several different people in different spaces about what is it that actually if it feeds you? What, what, what would you do then? What would it be, what would be the thing? You know, and maybe you've done that experiment where you just stop doing everything. I don't know if, if I'll ask, but there's this experiment, you just lay on the floor and you let everything fall apart. Every construct that you 
are trying to hold together every construct you believe in and committed to that you think is real and you let the thing fall apart. It's a painful, a painful time. And you just lay there and, and you do not move. You commit to not moving from just laying there on the floor until it feeds you, until, until it's something that really turns you on, that you are doing. And, and you have to be careful with which you, you know, because if, if your child ego state is contaminated into your adult ego state, then it turns the child ego state on to go be irresponsible and, you know, whatever, go to the beach. Well, you can go to the beach as a free and natural adult human being. You don't have to go to the beach as a child. You can eat ice cream as a free and natural adult human being. You don't have to eat ice cream as a child, et cetera. You know, so there's, so it's about finding that place in you that is authentically, you know, on track with yourself as not as a child, not as a gremlin, not as a, you know, your parents, you know, society, but actually with yourself. Okay, when find that and let that move. So lay there until that thing moves you. And don't ever get off the experiment. Like don't ever stop doing the experiment. Did anybody ever try that for a little while anyway? Yeah, yeah, cool. About that, I have a question because I, I, I think I've been doing that of another layer in the past few days or few weeks and what I come up with is I I always start something new it's like what I always I start a new game world I start a new project I start a and I have this thing about not completing it's like or I, I have I don't know I have this like really fast way of the moment the game world is not like pioneering or bubbling or like just being on the I, I'm like, I, I, you know, it's like, okay, this is not interesting anymore. I'm just going to go to the next thing. And I, can, I have this question about, about that because, well, for one thing, for example, it, it's pretty hard to write a book with that kind of um, engagement because a book is so long. And, and so I'm, I can feel my block that is, that is blocking me from writing a book. And and at the same time, it's really this thing where I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I st go in my space, like go in my workspace and my creation space. And then there's a lot of stuff that is bubbling and creating and it's fantastic. But, and I don't know, I just have a, a question about it or I would need some feedback or possibility about that. I'm the wrong guy to ask because I do the same thing, <laughs> except that I, I just finished a rewrite on the Conscious Feelings book and sent it off to the publisher yesterday, and it was just hard. It was really hard. All these details, all these links, it was just days and days of hard work. So, you know, I had to eat chocolate and watch movies in between, and I don't know. I had to, I don't know. It was just hard. So, but it can be done. I mean, I don't, I don't think without that, if you don't wrap it up, you know, if you don't deliver the thing, there is no thing. So I think it's really a crucial element. So I'm looking for inspiration about that too, because I have a, a bunch of unfinished books before me and other projects.
Would you ask the question again, and Chloe, in a different way? Just give me the kernel of it, the, the essence of it. I, I, I would, I don't know. That's my problem, I think. But I will say it again, I think, in a different way. And it's that I have a tendency to be a game world, uh, serial game world builder. And, and then they, they don't, yeah, I guess there's some, I mean, some game worlds don't have to be finished, but uh, this like, jump, like this jumping, this jumping from one to the next into the next. And I just have this question about what am I, what am I missing? Or what is, you know, is this a survival thing or is this just my way of being? And then that's the way it is. And that's, I can enjoy it. But I, I have this question mark. What, what comes to me first, Chloe, when you, you, before already when you spoke is, it is somehow related to the worrying. Because worrying is so future orientated and it's like this, there's kind of a hidden driver always like chung next 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 this is not okay okay let's go let's go let's go it's and what is actually missing is um like this rounding up grieving letting go capacity of mm, letting letting also something die and fall into kind of when you have this circle or from your side when you have the circle and then you let it drop down so it grabs momentum and then um, it can fly but sometimes it needs to go to the uh, through this usually the game worlds are not flying just like this they are going down kind of going to a dying process but actually they are uh, a bit uh, like they are not closing but they are going deep down and then they are grabbing the momentum and then they hit the next so this capacity of letting go and really using your, your more the sadness to and also to this relaxation or like this leaning back what was connected with the with the worrying this this is just what comes to me and a, a grieving process and letting things literally die of the fastness or that they the the construct of it needs to happen faster or something it needs to evolve in a certain way having a picture of how a organism grows something like this thank you i was, I was like my impulse chloe is, yeah. sorry what well, uh, this thing of how can you get what you're looking for by staying in the game world? So playing that game with the same game world. So it, you know, instead of creating the next outside, like can you create it inside the game world of going through that process of? And I think you've done some of that, you know, and yeah. Yeah, I appreciate the question, though. Yeah. And Chloe, I have a question for you. Um, what do you feel when someone reads your book or knows about your game world 
and actually doesn't agree with you, oh, it's a good idea, but, but step into the game world that you wrote or the, when it joins you actually. Not like, oh, oh, that's a great idea, but actually join, actually sees the same as you. What do you feel? I think I feel all, all four feelings. I mean, I, I've, you know, I feel glad to have colleagues and people in my team or people in the team. Uh, but I also, you know, feel fear, you know, what, how is it, how is this person going to make our whole team evolve? And the anger of wanting it, you know, to change and to make proposal and to li also listen to proposal and, and, and this, this sadness of, I mean, that would be probably where, Christine, you know, you have a point. It's like also the sadness of letting it be. And that's probably something that I, you know, I'm missing or I'm not letting it just be and be in the sadness of that. And be, be okay, yeah, that it's dying or, ch or changing. Thank you. Thank you. Something I'll share, Christine, Christine, you, Christina, you, you finished talking about how an organism grows and it feels somehow relevant to, to mention that an essential dynamic in any healthy organism is the, is the synergy between, um, one person called it rigor and imagination, but between flexibility and mutation and change and um, modification and new ideas and new game worlds, and this could happen. If that's not happening, the organism will die. And on the other hand, if the organism is not um, following through and finishing things and keeping its foundations strong and um, consolidating, refreshing what's already there, the organism will die. And so it's surfing that synergy. And in my own experience with this, can you hear me okay? Yeah. The, um, I've got two books that are taking a hell of a long time to write. And what I'm realizing is I'm hearing hearing this is, and I'm, I'm the same thing. I'm always firing off in new directions and new stuff happening. And then at some point I come back around, maybe like that cycle mm. and I sit in that question of what does this, this game world that I care so fucking passionately about, what does it need? And, and what, what I often arrive at is it needs a, it needs a, um, a stake in the sand. It needs a, it needs a um, reference point in the literature. It needs, it needs a book. <laughs> and mm. so, so a fresh round of energy flows into the book. Um, and often a team assembles around me and I go for three months and then, then I pause it. And that's okay. And that's okay. That feels okay. I, I thought I'd mention that that um, harmonic between the between the two. And one other thing that came up for me too is when I zoom out to consider the game world as a whole, it's um, it's it's I don't have to do both of those things or equally. You know, I, I can be on the edge, adapting and changing and shifting and pu pushing it out further into the world, um, or I can be in the middle, making it deeper and um, you know, grounding it and and and, and all that. Um, and, and within a game world that has multiple people, different people will have different callings within that, you know. And so it's ne not necessarily mine to do um, both. In my case, I'm finding my, that it is mine to do 
some of both, but I'm, I'm biased towards one more than the other. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say it really helps me what you said about um, this, like coming back to the necessity of the book. And I, and I, I think I've, I can be really dis like disciplined, like being a lawyer just taught me to just sit at my desk and, and just work or whatever, but it does, it, it is missing this, this, the necessity, like the flame of, I want this to be in a book so that there's a stake in the ground, like you say, and that um, if I let it uh, go off a little bit and I create other stuff, then I think, like you said, this necessity of actually, I want it to be written down, will come back and I, I can uh, surf on that. No. Thank you. Yeah, and I want to add, it's like, when it's definitely about writing, I think there are a different kind of necessities of, for example, writing a handbook, which is kind of a bit part of a process, where it's like, okay, this, this is, even there's never really a logic, but there's more a logic into in than just birthing a book. It's, it's a different kind of birthing process than, um, I don't know. It's a bit like logistics, <laughs> you know. You have some logistics, and then they are—they have a, a rhythm. And a book to birth mm -hmm. has not really a rhythm, I would say. And it also depends, like, what you harvest it, and then also how much space you give it. That the necessity of the spark comes. If you f fill yourself with all these logistics kind of on this needs to be done and this needs to be done like i i have never like then the the space so that it really can come through me i like i i'm i have also difficulties when my when my timetable is full my schedule is full like mm, the spark is not coming so easily i also need kind of a a breathing time where where it pulls me towards the desk and like yes now 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 i need to write this and when when i already have such a list to do it does not spark me yeah yeah thank you i mean i i've been through that process and now i have so much time i mean and that's my thing i have you know all the resources that i need like all you know i have a safe place here i have money i have food i have and and a lot of time I mean, I have everything. And, and then, you know, it's like, okay, what shows up in this kind of everything? And my wish, maybe an expectation would have been, I thought the book would, would show up and, and there's other stuff. So, um, but it took, me, it took me a while to go through the process of making my time for really what feeds me. And that is sort of like also your, your question, you know, your first question, Christine. It's making really making my time. Mm -hmm. There's this amazing poem by Charles Bukowski called Air and Light and Time and Space. <clears throat> and I've just put it on the Write the Book website. So the full thing is there. But it's it just has this thing about if you're going to write, it doesn't matter, your circumstances do not matter. Your circumstances cannot stop you from writing. And if you if you aren't going to write, the most amazing air and light and time and space can't force you to write, you know, it won't do it. And so you're, <clears throat> you know, this thing about this rage, this outrage 
Like, I want this thing to exist. This, okay, it's not reasonable. It's this fanatical, I don't know, it's neurotic. I don't know. It's just like, I want this thing to exist. And it's not, you know, from our work, it isn't, it is not an egotistical thing. It isn't because then I will be famous or rich or, you know, you know, Hemingway will put me on his list of friends or something like this, you know, or enemies. I mean, um, because he hated everybody who could write well. Anyway, the 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 thing is 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 the it's the archetypal lineage point of view. It's the it's the uh, bright principles point of view. It's the uh, the authentic whatever man point of view or woman whatever. But the it's this like okay. This isn't for me. It isn't I, and so I'm still have to say I want this to exist. So it's like the game world, the same thing. I want this game world to exist. I've looked my whole life around for a game world like this, and it does not exist. And I want it to exist on planet Earth. I want this game world to exist. I want the possibility, the service, the opportunity, the transformation, the healing, the love, the the, the game world to exist. I want it to exist. And it, and that can't be argued. You can't, you know, you can't, somebody says, oh, there's already 50 of those, or it's impossible, or it will cost too much or take too much time, or, you know, nobody will, nobody's interested in that. Or whatever that anybody else says has, is irrelevant. It has no bearing on the thing. <clears throat> and to be able to do that, it, it requires uh, some kind of, pirate nature or some kind of insanity or some kind of, I don't even think vision works. It's not about, you know, being inspired by vision. It's some kind of madness. I think it's some kind of madness. And I, you know, what I love about this group or what I love about what we're doing here is it's a group for mad people <laughs> you know, to, to come together and empower each other to succeed, causing something to exist in the world that did not exist before, simply because you fucking want it to exist. Mm. And it's madness. You know, it doesn't mean you're gonna be rich or famous or any, any kind of reward. What's your reward? Well, my reward is it will exist. That's it. You know, there it is. And it, I don't know, art doesn't, do, doesn't work for me. You know, artists say that. Well, why did you take this piece of garbage and weld it to this stone and put it in the middle of town? Well, because I wanted it to exist, you know? I, this doesn't work for me. I mean, I, this is just me personally, so I'm revealing my own neurosis, but mm, the artist's justification for their art doesn't work for me. <clears throat> I've been in communities where the artists wanted the rest of us to pay for their materials and time so they could create art and put it all over the community grounds. It just made me want to tear my hair out and see what happened. No, it just made me want to barf. I mean, really, it was horrible. Like the whole, it just drives me crazy. So I don't know what that is. Maybe I need 17 emotional healing processes and I'll turn into an artist myself, but I don't know. <laughs> 21. <laughs> the the question that's working for me yeah 
What's working for me is this question of what do I need now? You asked this, this question in the beginning and uh, I had the same thing as you and Chloe about, like I'm really not a perfectionist. I like creating things and pioneering and then when things are on track and kind of boring in the sense that I can see where they're heading and I want to jump to the next thing. And, and uh, but this question of what do I need now, if instead of seeing, oh, maybe this game world's boring, if I ask what do I need now, maybe I need something where I can do an experiment or looking what I need, then I can maybe bring that into this game world or um, at least have much more clarity about why maybe I'm jumping to something else. And in my game world so far, what I noticed is that I'm really following, my biggest commitment is on the path of evolution. And so what I need now is usually the thing that's, um, yeah, what's bringing me the most into evolution. And so I have been jumping around following this and but at least i have clarity on it and i'm okay with that and i'm even saying it's clearly and yeah so that's for me that question is really working i mean specifically jeremy like one of the interesting facets of the skill base that Anne Chloe and I represent, and also a number of other people in here strongly represent is transformation. Mm -hmm. And, and so the, this it's a skill base. And so each one of us, most of us here have direct access either from ourselves or from our resources for if you know if transformation is your thing, how do you cause transformation? How can you source transformation? What are the skills and abilities needed, you know, to cause transformation? To me, these are evolutionary skills. I call them mage skills. So it's like it's like causing something to exist or non-exist. Uh, you know what I mean by the death and resurrection show. You know it's you know, in order, in order to create something out of nothing, you first have to create nothing out of something. And you need to take stuff down sometimes to make space for the new thing to appear. This is all transformation. People always have, they're occupied by old thoughtware, standard human intelligence thoughtware occupies us. And you need to take that apart. And it's a, it's a, confrontation you know it's really a deadly confrontation between you and the and the insanity that a person carries in their thoughtware and if you can't take that down nothing's going to happen for the other person and so that means being an asshole or being an agent of 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 disintegration you know the cause of nothingness can you cause nothingness Okay, well, holy simoli, that means you, if you can cause nothingness, then everything you have or are has nothing to stand on because you're sourcing nothingness. And so all this, this is all transformational stuff. And so it can be learned. It is straightforward. We have, you know, 500 websites that lay out piece by piece how to do that. Secretly, that's, you know, the agenda of our game world is to empower people to cause transformation. We want more mages in the world. That's, I want more mages in the world. Where's the mage school? You know, so there wasn't one. So we had to build one. So we don't call it mage school because it's possibilitator training. But, you know, if you want to discover that and unfold it, it's there. And it's not, in, it's not hiding out anywhere. 
And the, so the question is, what's in your way? That would be a personal Jeremy Loire question. What's in my way? Welcome, Susanna. Susanna's here. She could answer your question. Susanna could answer your question. I get the time not right. Am I too late? One time in Robinsburg, one time in Robinsburg, Susanna sat at a table across from me. And she she's a woman who's an architect. You know, she has her whole life together. She has a wonderful daughter. She she makes plenty of money. She has her own business. She's like presence in the village, she's a, a leader. And it, you know, she sits across the table from me in our little breakfast place. And and uh and uh, I shift the space for her. And and she's like, what did you do to me? You know, how come what's happening to me? I've never had this experience before. I've been a Buddhist for 45 years. You know, I never had this experience. What did you do? And do you remember that, Suzanne? The I am process. No. Uh, the noticing what I notice. Yes. I remember. Okay, so so it's not total bullshit what I'm saying. So we have a witness. It's useful to have a witness when you're telling stories like this. So okay, so you know, you know, being able to cause transformation. The next statement is prove it. Go ahead. You can cause transformation. Prove it. And so. This is what I'm talking about. It's like every single one of our game worlds is based on providing non-material value and the world is dying because there's no non-material value appreciated. And so, so the thing is, can you cause your non-material value? Prove it. And that's what this six months gestation period is for, is to, is to tool up, you know, gear up, like train up, like get ready and really deliver Make it so you can walk in any space, take it over, pull the rug out, and, and deliver your non-material value. And people go, I've been hungry for this. Like I'm I need this. You know, God, that was so valuable. I can't even pay you enough for it. How do I, how do we bring, you know, how do we cause this to happen more? This is this is our job now. Hmm. And Jeremy, we're still, I'm still waiting for an answer. And what's blocking my way to being a mage? I have a list of things that I want to do and I don't have time to do. So actually the spirit of gestation is fitting for me. I want to do a rage club. I want to do a lot of things that I haven't, I just don't, right now don't have the time. And so... I, I'm also giving myself time and I know what's blocking my way. A big thing that's been blocking my way is first of all, to, to put myself in the circle and to, um, to say what's alive right now, even though I'm not where I want to be and to also share my, my yeah, where I'm at now and my process and, and see the value in this in, in, in the first steps of the game world and not just where I want to be. And um, I want to make myself more visible and have a website and, and write articles about exactly this, even though I have a lot of work to do, I want to share where I'm at now also. And um, so I, I see what's blocking my way, I think, quite clearly. 
Jeremy, I've got a suggestion for you. I guess it's an invitation. Yeah. Which is that never, ever again in your life do you say, I have time. I don't have time. Mm. You say, I don't make time. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Mm. yeah, what I, I meant by that is I can see the next month, I, I see what I want to do on this path. And it's hosting some work talks and it's getting to build a circle with people in region and it's doing a rage Jeremy, club and, and it's Jeremy just doing these things. The thing is, it's, it's not, a, that's what Dan just said. It's not about, you think you will have more time in the next six months. You will not. Mm. Because whatever you, the shape that you have right now, this is what you do with your time. Whatever you're doing right now with your time is, is what you will keep doing for the next six months with your time. That will not change because we don't meet two and a half hours per week. So I, when you said it's very clear what's blocking me, I, I, mm. I'm suspicious about that. This is not time. So, I mean, I don't really need an answer, but that would be the, you know, the emotional healing process really about what is behind the story. I don't have time. What is it, you know, what is it really? Yeah, thank you. There's, there's definitely a lot of fear to, to really do it. Mm, I'm in this story that I'm always about to have time. Like right now I'm building my house and soon I'm going to have all this time because that's done and things like that. But I see it's a story. Um... Jeremy, I'm going to share something um, I remember from a book about the guy Gurdjieff. It was something like if, um, if, if today is the same of as as yesterday, tomorrow will be the same as today. And we can live in a story of tomorrow I'm going to do something different and then the day after that will be different. But if today is the same as yesterday, then tomorrow will be the same as today forever. Mm. Jeremy, I have an another hint for you. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Okay. You started with a question, what is blocking me to be a mage or become a mage, you said. Mm -hmm. And actually, you are already a mage. So the thing is like, when you gonna start be a mage? Mm -hmm. And of course, we are becoming and at the same time, it's a choice of embodying and starting to embody and this is also a concept, like uh, the same thing, like tomorrow. And then mm. it's, it's comes somehow from the same, or it appears to me, it comes from the same source in you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. I, I'm in this funny space where I'm at the same time, really happy, proud of what I'm doing. I just gave a workshop in a mm. festival space last week and, 
And at the same time, I'm not, I'm still seeing in the future, like I'm waiting for something to say that I'm, I'm age. Yeah, so it's like I'm waiting for something. And I, that's what we talked about last time. And yeah, what am I waiting for? Cool. Well, thank you. I think you have you have some some little gateways for emotional healing processes there. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Thank I you. I just would like to add one thing, which is this: what Christina just said. It's like if if you don't in the in the case of this example of mage, but every every one of us has a thing from our what we are. In the game world we're building, you're a, um, a thing. In general, we could say possibilitator, for example. But there's all these specialties in special, but in next culture needs all these specialties. So whatever, whatever the thing is that you are, if you are not that now, then you then the universe cannot provide you with what you need now as that, because you won't have the space for it in you. You won't have the necessity in you for what you need as the thing that you want to be. So the first thing in being a mage is being a mage. First thing in being a possibilitator is being a possibilitator. And this is so bizarre. You know, it's so nonlinear in terms of modern education, but in terms of reality, it's, it's how it works. And so, and so how do you jump from from being what you think you are to what you think you want to be. And this is what Christina said, is you actually are that already, or you would not want to be it. And so, and so it requires looking in the mirror and not fooling yourself, but it requires taking on, taking on the occupying the space of that thing. You occupy that space of being a possibilitator or being a mage or being whatever. You occupy that space first and then everything else falls in accordance with that. Dan? I wanna jump right on that and, 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 and invite you to take the universe's perspective, right? So the universe is looking at your life and the universe is saying, okay, here's a guy who's gonna be a mage one day. That's his thing. That's his shtick, that's his story, that's his game. And tomorrow he's going to be a guy that's going to be a mage one day and the next day and so on and so forth. <laughs> Whereas if you give the universe a different message, which is I'm a mage. And my question today is how am I going to make time for me being a mage today? The universe is like, Oh, okay. He's a mage. He's making time for doing mage stuff today. And tomorrow the universe is going to put more mage offerings and blah, blah, blah in front of you. Mm -hmm. And shit is going to change real fast. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it became it, the vacuum. Okay. Did you get it, Jeremy? Yeah. Jeremy, yeah. you be you're yes. becoming the vacuum, and then you get the food. Yes, I love all this. Thank you. Cool, Susanne. We this is uh, our last meeting until we meet again in six months for this game world incubator, and therefore. Can you tell the dates. Yeah, the date is April 21st to May 26th. This is where April 21st is when we meet next. And so this is uh, the space of, you're gonna go on a six months, uh, you know, gestation, fermentation, catal catalyzing your, your game world 
Um, and what do you need? That's the question. What do you need now to, to go on that uh, gestation or flourishing or I don't know what you're gonna do for six months? Dan, go. So I've, I've got a, 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 a like a detail with the proposal um, that'll make it work for me a lot better, which is quite small, which is just that any of us that would like to make make some make a commitment into the Telegram group, this, this is what I commit to pouring energy to or where I'm going to be in six months or whatever, something like that. That'll be useful for me. And just for whoever wants to. So at the minimum, me. And I have a question. Um, I, have a, I have a request around the, the thing we're exploring right now, which is what do I need? And that is, I'd love clarity and possibility. Right now, I'm, I'm kind of riding two horses. One is regarding permaculture, which is this global game world. And, it, and it, if, that's not a, if, if permaculture is not a Guyan game world, then what the hell is it? And I'm doing a whole lot of um, pruning and using a lot of anger to, to get rid of a lot of crap and, and um, go back to its relocate, its, go back to its point of origin, its, its radical, beautiful, originating impulse and support fresh growth from there. And I'm, I'm pouring a whole lot of life force into that. And things, all kinds of wonderful things are happening. On the other hand, I'm creating something new from scratch that is just pure living process and is, is the it's so because because there's this talk that's happened today as well of what it, what i want to exist why wouldn't i create that out of nothing so to speak and then there's this other thing that exists that has so much beauty and potential and no one else seems to be doing the work that i'm uniquely in position to do and i've been preparing to be able to do for years where i can a small amount of energy and information can cause huge shifts that ripple out through a global game world and if, affect hundreds of thousands of people and hundreds millions and trillions of microbes and worms and all that stuff yeah and i'd just invite i don't know if it's a false conundrum because I'm, I'm 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 doing both and part of me is okay with that but part there's part of me that wants to say okay permaculture catch you later i'm off um yeah i, I don't know if that's enough for anyone to mm -hmm. thanks clinton uh the what i get is that a game world needs clients or uh, it, it's like you need, they need play space. So the, the one, the one you're creating out of nothing needs a example game world to demonstrate in to like a test space. Like a, a, so you have this fantastic global test space to work out the other stuff in as a demo, like mm. see this, see that. And then you will you will you will get feedback from your testing, from your experimentation. And so practical, you will do experiments, you'll get feedback, you will shift, and it will go back to your other game world. So I see them as complementary, mm. being one really the same, but the but the permaculture world, actually the whole whole permaculture world, the inner plus outer permaculture world, is is the play space and the experimental laboratory for your other game world. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say that the whole permaculture, uh, the, the inner permaculture part of the whole permaculture thing is still really interesting to me. So if you want any collaboration in that, I'm interested because 
I think because the permaculture game world has spread so wide, it's a it's got a, it's a perfect in inroad. People have enough practical experience to know that outer permaculture without the inner permaculture is 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 self deception at, mm -hmm. at best, and uh, really not fulfilling and wasted time. And like it's great to have wonderful carrots and tomatoes, you know, but it it isn't going to transform culture in this, in the way that it could. And so anyway, if you want, I'm interested to collaborate more and continue that building that out thank mm, you beautiful yeah thank you yeah i was i was going to say you can't really truly enjoy the carrot or tomato if you can't taste it with all your bodies and feel all of your feelings too <laughs> um, you cannot, there's some there's some you cannot some eat a carrot from verbal reality <laughs> um yeah let's let's talk Lynn, because there's there's some stuff happening right now where i'm, I'm putting a lot more energy into the inner permaculture aspect of that Great. right right now it's, it's on Thank you. Thank you. That was that was really helpful. And it resonates with, in a way, what I already knew. It was beautiful to hear it, to be reminded of it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, and Dan, we all we wanted to to announce something, I think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna collaborate for anger and fear uh in in the holistic decision making community, right? What you you're building. Yeah. So yes, we are yeah. cross-pollinating. Yeah, we're booked wow. in. We're, it's, it's done. It's booked in. It's, it's booked. We're committed. It's scheduled. Yeah, it's happening next year. <laughs> Shit is getting real. Yay. Very cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. Can you can you just give a little more detail? What is it? What are you talking about? Then. Okay. Yeah. So I've, I've got an existing <laughs> game world, holistic decision-making, which is running these online courses about helping people organize their lives around what they care about, what, what matters to them. Um, and, a, and a missing, a huge missing gap there um, has been, has been, it's intellectual. There's been a little bit of a genetic body, but the feeling, the emotional body has just hasn't been there. I haven't been able to hold that. And, and so that's happening now. Um, and we're going to take it up a whole lot of notches with this collaboration with Christine, whereas part of those, those, those trainings um, and, and, and as a, as a kind of a, a lead on or whatever for people we're gonna we're gonna bring feelings feelings work and rage and fear club type stuff into the space cool yeah. it's in the emotional making. healing process emotional healing process is in in holistic decision making i mean that makes yes. total sense yeah yeah and it's really oh, like yes. i'm getting things ready already now <laughs> it's 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 ripe yeah mm -hmm. cool thank you mm -hmm. Thank, Thank you. you, everybody. Thank you. So keep us keep us in the loop, okay? You know, as things move, keep telling us how it's going and stuff, or send us the little flyers too and stuff. Thank you. I was just I was just gonna say. I mean, I don't know if it's really for you, Dan, or for anybody who's uh, will do something similar than what you're doing, but uh, I think to some degree, some of the permaculture game world is already defended. Uh, against evolution and so that the yes. feedback that you will get it will not always be uh useful for you you know that it will sometimes just be reaction and so and so you can use you uh, you can use us as a you know is this true feedback or is this reaction or and use us as a whatever compass or something about about the feedback you're getting yeah thank you yeah that's right on i mean and also in terms of holistic decision making and also 
as Anne Chloe just mentioned, the permaculture game world, the whole work that Susanna and Julia are doing with the gremlin transformation is will is already a crucial element of what you're doing. It just hasn't been named. So I wanted to name it that if you're trying to do holistic decision making without including gremlin transformation and, and adult ego state decontamination, you're not you just it's just not going to get anywhere. And it's so yeah. catalytic. It is so transformational to to put that stuff in there. It puts you in a whole new category of, of, of um, effectiveness in the results that start coming out in the whole world. So, yay. Just, just, just so everyone knows, I am doing that training with Julia who's in it right now. Cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> yay. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I, um, when when I hear Dan speaking, it's he's about speaking in a larger scale. What's happening in a local scale for me? Uh, so I have this this very practical projects, regional, local projects, um, and I made wishes like I started one or two years ago that I want to make the transition from the modern culture to to a sustainable architecture, sustainable building. And now it's coming, it's, it's starting to come that people, I just had an inquiry this week about uh, a community who wants to build in a, in, a, in a sustainable way. And there comes in exactly what Christine also has experience about and what Dan is talking about that the inner processes are getting so important so that the outer project is uh, like working, the, the mm -hmm. project can manifest. And I was going with this dilemma I had all the, I'm, I'm going this with this about two years that I have this, um, I, I, I want to really do the body work, the embodied work like feelings practitioner work and process and gremlin transformation and all this. And I, I really, I could not, see how this in any way could match my architectural business. So I thought I had to drop the architecture to go to the PM work. And now there comes the architecture back again after making the decision that I don't, that I leave the, the, the commercial side. And the architecture on the other hand sustain, sustains my PM uh, work so because I can earn the money on the architecture side and I don't have to earn the money with the PM so giving sessions or so and this so they sustain each other yeah, but I question that yeah and so does Anne Chloe because she's, she's yeah I saw you <laughs> what's going on yeah <laughs> I mean go ahead well this why? Why do you design it that way? You know, because, because you have so much value and expertise and that you merge, you know, you're already saying that you're merging your expertise of inner architecture into outer architecture. And then the next sentence that comes is my outer architecture provides money resources for the value that I really provide. And that is like, it's a, it doesn't match. 
that actually the value that you provide uh, will be fed, will be matched with the resources that you get. But somehow there's a, in this money domain, you're still separating them when they're actually coming together. They're, they're in reality coming together. And in the m money world, you, you still have them separated. Could be that I still am in this old matter of thinking, in this old way of thinking. That like money-wise, I'm still in the old culture. That okay, I have I to earn money. So I, I, I have to earn money, and uh, this is only working with this modern culture job. And so maybe I'm I'm still. I just want to say one thing, Julia. I think the modern culture, the modern culture thoughtware that you have, I don't know if it's about I have to earn money, but it's that inner work is not valuable as a as a as a as a, a way of creating the resources that you need. And that was something very similar to what Christina was experiencing a few weeks ago, Christina Pushens, where it, it, she thought that it her inner work was what it was, uh, I can't remember what was going on. It's like, it was, she had to be busy with it. It was like bad. It was a, it was a burden to do inner work instead of actually being the value of your life comes from your inner work in, in the experiment and clarity that you have from that. I know Julia, you're gonna say something, but I just wanted to say, if you think about the valuable, like when I think about what, what this work has given me, I cannot pay for it enough with money. <clears throat> cannot be paid for. I, and so this is true of, of your clients. They cannot actually pay enough for getting inner clarity, for having a new life, for being able to grow up to connect as an adult person to another adult person and start playing in the world. It, this is so, it's, you cannot pay enough money for it. You know, you can pay enough money for a house design. You can, it, there's a price for that, but there's no, no equivalent price. You know, and Chloe and I, we, we're doing the game world builder, the mage training, whatever. We're doing this because basically we love hanging out with you guys in these spaces. It's not because we make a bunch of money doing this. We have to charge some money so you have room to receive what, how much is being given here. I, want and to so, say, I just want to say about yeah. this, that there's a number of people that, because we were in collaboration with them in their game world, we said, come to the incubator and do not mm. pay money. So a few people. These people have never shown up to this call. So it's, it's just so like shocking. They did, shocking yeah, they did not make... The, it's really this energetic thing they have to pay some money. Anyway, so, so Susanna, you're actually blocking people from getting healing by not having them pay money for it. Because hmm. they don't have a place to receive it. Okay, I take this. I understand, yeah. Julia, you were going to say something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one thing that I wanted to say is this, Susanna, you weren't there, but Christina asked, hey, I have all these game worlds I'm invested in. How do I choose which one to stay in and which one to leave or to kill? And 
a question that came back to Christina was like, check what are you in for this in the game world? And if you're in for the money, it's not a, like it's not going to feed you. Like it's not going to turn you on enough that you can really keep going. And that's at least that's my own experience as well. So I don't want to stay in a game world for the money. And when you say you bring inner architecture to the outer architecture, and then you're saying, but you're in the outer architecture for money, that doesn't like what Anne-Chloe said, it doesn't match. It's like, and, and is this, do you believe in your value enough that you're going to support supply that value to architecture to be fed by architecture, not by the money that you get from architecture? So the money is really, it's, it comes after, it comes for, like it comes as like on the backside of what you love doing. As, as my experience at the moment, I'm, I'm blown away by, hey, this actually works. Like I've, it, it was, it was, it took me a while to get to where I am now. And it's this, wow, I do what I love doing and I have to, had to kill a few things to be able to do that. And now I, I, I offer that and, and really separating that from I need the money thing maybe it needs some emotional healing processes for that and then and then stepping in and offering the value and being really standing for the value and then the money comes you know not not saying it's for free but knowing the value that you're offering people get that I I I, I for me, when I hear you, I, I realize I'm doing this and I'm kind of with one leg, I'm doing this and the other leg is still, or my hands are still grabbing to this, which is sure, which is safe, which is known. Yeah, but gosh, to get it, I mean, modern culture is not safe. It is not known. It's, it's juvenile, you know, it's adolescent. The whole thing is that I win, you lose survival game. It is not stable, you know, and to try to stand on modern culture as if it's real or true or safe is, is really when you get the big picture, it's insane, you know, and the, the safety comes from regenerative cultures, you know, collaboratively networked in a, in a united, united network of nano nations, you know, exchanging non-material value. You know, that's, there's, there's safety. But the modern culture thing, to think modern culture is safe, that's really nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, Susanne, it feels like you are coming in with a Trojan horse. And mm. how would it be if you stood in front of the fortress and you would get out of this horse and say, here I am? What would you then <laughs> offer, right? And no longer hide inside this horse it's like the game is over get out of get out of the house a uh, horse of this um wooden horse get out of the horse get out of the horse <laughs> but off the horse out of the horse out of the horse yeah okay. susan i want to offer one twist um which is moving from like like appreciate or understand the value you bring to to like fully being the value you are. I don't know if that's helpful, but you know, I, I am value. It's not like I do. I have to do this, and then so that they're all create value. I walk into the space. I am value. Yeah. 
This is, uh, I, I think I, I, this is exactly the process which is missing. I have to do this is I am value because I could start crying at the moment. Do you want to ask for it now, Susanne? For spaceholders? Uh, who is, yeah, who is going? Uh, I, I don't, I'm, I'm busy with time next week, but who is going to, to hold space for this I am value process for me? We have Christina Pushens and Dan, and, and Jeremy was a halfway Jeremy. up and then he put it up. This is being a mage, okay. <laughs> and it's going to be the week after the next one thank you please will you please report back what mm -hmm. what you discover yes so that's Susanna. thank you thank you Susanna. uh this is a, a whole other subject but um julia and dan we were walking with Clinton the other day and thinking about this possibility village gathering that is Joey organizing on Dan's property. And the, we were walking through a market or through a beautiful mm -hmm. little town. And the only thing that they were selling was material value. It's shops and crafts and food. And it's only, only material value. And we thought, God, what if this shop was, okay, you get, 30 minutes of rage or the, and this shop is possibility and this shop is game, you know, game world consulting. And this uh, shop is possibility mediation. And this shop is you get an emotional healing process. And, and so that for the, for the possibility village gathering that except for food, you know, that people do need to feed themselves, there is no other material value being provided. It's only non-material. And so if people want to bring something, they have to bring non-material value. Mm -hmm. And, and have little, little store, like really like a street of, of, of this non-material value, like just for people to get that they can walk, they could really walk through yeah. a street and have these shops instead of having yeah, yeah, yeah. shoes and whatever. I, I've got this image of, because there's all these trees and arcades and just all these real quiet spots. Just, just me setting up a little stall there with possibility. Like that if there's a chance that one person might just happen to stumble, you know, in the middle of these bushes, you're like, what the hell? Take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. And and we're and we're on the way. We're on the way too. That my the the, the people ten, uh, twenty uh, half an hour ago would have called my parents, my ancestors. They um they're actually inviting us into that space in a way like we don't need it we don't need it doesn't need to be about material money just come enjoy reciprocate you know yeah thank you cool cool it's actually happening in topo in the local market that the the market organizer is asking for spaces like that so i'm taking that inspiration also the local market here cool yeah i mean you can even part of your the first part of it one of them could be to empower people to take possession you know stand in to represent their non-material value 
as and and that could be your first offering because then the next time they would have more booths open because the other people could deliver their non-material value. So you start with that one, then people could expand. Thank you. There's this uh, there's this territory, this part, a game world that has never really been inhabited. That is called an intimacy cafe, and to and to have an actual cafe like in a in a physical building where there are all these rules of engagement that makes it a next culture cafe. And so, and, and there would be, I don't, I don't know, there's all these ideas, like, you know, there's a, 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 those questions, there's questions on the table and, and you have to pick the question. Then there's a, there's a, there would be a room for emotional healing process or, you know, private room for mediation or, and there's then a the menu. The, the, yeah, yeah. Menu. Yeah. <laughs> the waitress comes over and says what would you like <laughs> which process would you like would you like fear would you like to past life just make it close <laughs> i mean we have this pm processes like website this. you know the pm processes website it's already a menu you know and there's a lot more that aren't not up there yet I was just looking in my file in my computer. There's really so many more processes and especially the fear and anger and those kind of ones, communication ones, there's hundreds of them. And each one is fabulous. I mean, in one of the, for me, one thing that was so important because I was a waitress and that there's no waiter. What we have is space holders. So the, the people who are holding space for the cafe are you know, don't have value just because they can bring forth back and, you know, plates back and forth. They have value because they can really hold space for transformation and healing. And, and it, so because this, a waiter is actually part of the patriarch is a slave, a waiter is a slave. Yeah. yeah, I mean, imagine coming in, having a date and you get to do you know, the frying pan process with your partner, with, a, you know, with coaches and two, two space holders sit down and, you know, they take you through this and you have a sip of your tea and then you keep going or whatever. Then you have the cake. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like frying pan and crumpets. Something like that. <laughs> Scrambled eggs gets a whole different, different <laughs> level. <laughs> Withdraw expectations and scrambled eggs. Well, the scrambled eggs are made in the frying pan. Transformation happening. Yeah. Cool. For whoever is listening to this recording, this is a whole territory to inhabit and to document, to really document how can it go. So it would be great to document that process, Julia, also of bringing this non-material value into whatever space market and stuff. Yeah, and Hannah, Hannah from, from Takaka has organized, has held a, a two really successful intimacy cafes down in Takaka. So she's also a good person to contact for experiences. Okay. Yeah, where's the storefront? Where's the storefront, yeah. I'm building a website called Non-Material Value. So if you find anything, please let me know. We'll stick it in there. Okay. Okay. What is so storefront. Oh. Sorry. What what is this word? Storefront or maybe did I It just get means it? the actual building 
with a the glass store, a storefront. With, ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, it's just called this on the street. You only see the front of the store, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. usually. Good, got it. You just need good soundproofing from one to the other. Okay, Anna Maria. Yeah, I actually wanted to share with you because um, where I'm at the moment, it's the store, the shop that uh, I have opened a few days ago. And it is like a grocery store. We are selling zero waste um, products, but uh, it always has been for me about the transformation, the ecological, the inner ecology. And I've never put it in words that uh, we are sharing here this non-material value, as you mentioned, but it's so different when I'm in the space, like some people come specially for that and uh, it's different. And we can see in the number of sales and it, I've, I've kept it secret to say so uh, and just keep it as a, yeah, show off it's a store. But now with, with this understanding and really it's a thing like a market for non-material value and now i got a lot of inspiration on how we can make slots for other processes to happen while they buy their i don't know lentils and chickpeas <laughs> so, you literally brought it in the physical space thank you <laughs> if you make a menu you know, even if it's in Romanian, just just uh, take a photo and send it to us, okay? Yeah. Okay, great. If you have ideas, because you know better the processes that could be, but if you can make recommendation, what could happen in a, a spontaneous oh. conversation, I'll look into it. I just want to say, keep in mind that for a long time, for hundreds of years, there are these mostly women who sit in the little room and read a crystal ball or read your hands or read the cards, the tarot cards or something. And people love this stuff. They always want to come in and, and, the, and the person, you know, you're just scanning the person sitting across from you. You're scanning them, right? Okay, well, this is, this is and even in a, a shop like yours, they would have a back room for the lady with the crystal ball. And so just, as a, just don't get, you just have to understand that people long for this. People really want, evolution, awareness, expansion, clarity, feedback, possibility. They really want that. <clears throat> and if you just, if you get that they really want it, just, just move with it, just make it possible. Susanna, thanks for letting me talk first. Yeah, I just had a very small idea about making like the fortune cookies. When you, when you sell your coffee, make fortune cookies and then you get the question. <laughs> mm -hmm. when have you been last time honest to your partner oh. <laughs> yeah you can create a, a, a team Anna Maria from I mean we we have questions but it would be better for you to come up with the questions because you can you know you can already scan your clients and be like okay they need this kind of and so I don't know if you you know you could have a team in Romania but also or bring people from this game world builder and say okay, I need, you know, 50 questions and you meet for 25 minutes and you, you write down, come up with 50 questions to, uh, yeah, like put, put in a little cake or fortune cookie or find another way to have the people uh, have access to them. Sounds fun. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Do you need anything, Anna Maria? We have about uh, still... 
uh, 50 minutes and we're still in this question of what do you need and some people haven't spoken yet what do you need to for the next six months i i would need a friend in the possibility management realm um somebody with whom to touch base and uh, share i still feel very at the beginning of this uh, yeah getting used to the, the the language and the space and the practices and this friend would be uh, a companion on the road and share what we are reading or experimenting or maybe um, making suggestions of what other processes could be this would be for me uh, helpful do you, do you want to ask in this group if anybody would want to be that friend buddy? Yes. Is anyone here who would like to be friends for the next six months and uh, explore together the possibility management realm? I would like to. Thank you, Jeremy. And I have resonance with your ideas about the space in the cafe because we're also opening a similar space as part of our game world. and. I love these ideas to, to have on the menu, these processes and experiments and questions. So we could uh, exchange ideas for that as well. Great. And um, just because what I notice a lot when I'm holding space is um, if, if I ask people, you know, what do you need? Most people usually can't answer this question because they don't know what's possible. And so if you're going to meet together, you know, Jeremy and Anna Maria, what you can do to bring in this bigger space of, you know, what else is possible that we don't know that we don't know about, you know, and this is a part of the exploration is to choose a website, you just go through the list of website and then read one or two or three paragraphs together and, and also experiment with that. So it's not because if you're only checking in about what's going on for you, then you, you, you're still in your box. You're still in what your box knows about. So make use of these resources um, to keep expanding uh, what's possible. Thank Great. you. Susanne, were you gonna say something? Yeah, I wanted to offer that you can check in with me. I cannot uh, go for, I don't, yeah, I cannot go for six months, but if you like, you can, check in anywhere, anytime, because I would like to be in contact with you. Thank you. Can I ask something else? We'll see. You can, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, I'm still interested to uh, be part of other spaces, and I'm not yet uh, able to connect with the calendar of possibility events and what's happening. Um, how can I find what is happening in terms of uh, events and spaces so I can uh, engage in other spaces as well? Two ways, two main ways. Uh, there's a Telegram group called PM Events. I don't know if you're in that group. Yes. So that you will get more, you get the, the fresh events. And then there's a calendar, especially for online offers, that's called Team Up. And the yes. links to that. Okay, and on that, because Susanna sent me that, how do I get to contact the, or, or because it's only the names and the people doing the things there. 
if you click on the event, then the event pops up and we try our best to request people to put their contact info. So if the contact info are not in there, then uh, you can just ask me. I mean, most of the people there I know and I have contact for them. Great. And That's... then I'll kick their ass and say, where are your contact info on the event? And then so you will create value for them if you do that. Great. Is that it? Thank you. That's great. Yeah. Cool. Mm. I want to ask if somebody here wants to make a pirate agreement with me that I will write and publish my first article uh, in November, my first PM article. When in November? Just before the end of November. You're talking thirtieth. You're talking thirtieth of November. Yes. You realize that that's only. 19 days. Yes. Okay, what would Where's... be the... Go ahead. Okay, what would be the uh, cost if you do not make it? For every day I don't make it, I will make a new loan on Kivu. $25. $25. And, and what, what do you, what would be the, you know, the requirement? How can we delay you? Okay. How can we delay your article? <laughs> um, make me other offers that are even more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> What's the title of your article? I don't know yet. Oh, you I'm do. Sorry. I mean, yes, I will, but I, I can't say it now. I, I don't know right now. Hey, Jeremy, it, it, even though you can't say the title of your article right now, I, I get that. Um, what's the title of your article? <laughs> how... How... Um, something like... Um, how taking baby steps is bringing me into baby steps of becoming a maid, or I don't know, something like that. Thank you. Yeah, don't make it about you. Just mm -hmm. say baby steps for becoming a maid. Mm -hmm. Did you open a Medium account yet? No, I will. That's a if you don't have a medium account, you have no place to put it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I do have one it's from a past life. Yes, I do have one. <laughs> they had those back then. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Yes. Medium. Okay. Yeah, medium. I guess. <laughs> it's been around for a long time. <laughs> okay. Well, and the other I'm adding to this challenge, Jeremy, is that you, if you write it in English, then you translate it in French. Okay. Start having because, articles in French. Because you want articles in French? Okay. Yeah. Start building the French game world. Mm -hmm. 
I do actually have people around me who, own, who do not speak good English and who are really interested into what I'm exploring in PM and want to get in. So do you actually have groups or anything for French speakers? Yes, there's a possibility team in French with mm -hmm. Johanna and Julie, Naomi and Ingrid. I don't know if you know half of these people, uh, <laughs> but they're wonderful. So I'll add you to the group and uh, to the, there's a PM in French. All right, but there's no ETB in French at this point. N no, that would be uh, my job. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Um, she needs a room full of 30 people to do it. Mm -hmm. And 52 emotional healing processes. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, pas de problème. Pas de problème. <laughs> no, but seriously, Are that they... would be, it's to build this. There needs to be a circle before the necessity, uh, the, before the necessity for me to, Uh, translate the map in French and move my, you know, liquefy and upgrade my French box vocabulary mm. also uh, mm. becomes necessary. Yeah. It would all happen automatically. We just need the circle. And so, Jeremy, I upgrade the challenge once more, which is as soon as you get it on published on Medium, please send it to this address uh, because there's a <laughs> We're collecting all possibility management articles and publishing them, you know, at a collected point. And so we're just getting started with that. So anybody, any of you who have articles published, please send them to uh, Brienne or Devin or me, and we can we'll put them up there. But it's great to have them all at one place. Also, I agree. Thank you. So that's it. Are you you want to ask for a pirate or? That's right. I was asking for a pirate. So now that it's very clear what the agreement is, does anybody want to make it with me? Yeah, I do. Okay. So what does so, that mean? I mean, are you going to call him every day? Have, what? No. no I don't know what it means. It means it means also means that if you. Every day it's not on the jewels of possibility also is another uh, loan at Kiva. So it's not just medium, but also both places. Okay. But the point of having a pirate is also someone who, who is like every three days or whatever, I mean, he, every time a day says, you know, where's your article? How's your article going? So what do you need about that, Jeremy, in the pirate agreement? Okay. Clinton, will you, at random times, check in with me, or every week at least, and ask me, where's my article? Yes. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. And I have a comment that, It's coming up on what you said, uh, and Chloe, how the box has a language. I, I've been feeling, I mean, I've been, that's been coming up a lot, how I, I do all this work in English and yet my mother, well, I'm bilingual, but French is my other mother tongue and 
it's very hard for me to talk about even PM in French. And so does the box have a language? It seems like it does. Like I have to do this work also in French or else my box is not, has a weird shape. If you go to the P, if you go to the Spark translators, there's a website called Spark translators. We have a multi-language dictionary online for 79 or 89 possibility management terms translated into 16 different languages. And so French is one of them. And that would give you a start. Joya, go ahead. That sounds also like a second article. Box has a language. Thank you. <laughs> Jeremy, please look up. <laughs> Sorry. I'm writing. You're writing a second article? Yes. This month? No, well. <laughs> Then you can add a, if you do, then you can add a third one to write about how to make time. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can interview Dan Palmer about becoming a time maker. <laughs> instead of yes, the time. I want to hear that interview. This is for me how to become mm. a time maker. Mm. Dan, can I, can I interview about you, about this? How to become a time maker? Yes, you may. Will you put it up? Can we put it on the uh, Possibility Management TV channel? Because we have a whole channel for interviewing possibilitators, and that'd be a great one. Susanna, will you send it to us? When it turns out valuable, yes. If You're talking to Dan Palmer. Dan Palmer. <laughs> Talking to Dan Palmer, it's Susanna Hutzler and Dan Palmer. You're saying that it's not valuable? Are you out of your mind? I have to do this process. I am valuable. Do this okay. process. Yeah. Before, yeah. before, before the interview. <laughs> so, Susanna, you need to put this on. Every time you do a call, have this tape on your head. It says, I am valuable. And so people read it and go, you are valuable. I am valuable. They will say it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, anything else, Jeremy? Any more troubles? Trouble get into Whoa, trouble set me free. You're muted. Yeah. I'm still thinking about what I need. Okay, forget it. What I want to hear yeah. from Christina Pushens. what I need. You, yeah. Christina, come on. I had some impulses before, but now I don't really have an impulse to speak about. Keep speaking. You speak, she's speaking. What is the, the question is, what is, what is your game world? What's up with your game worlds? What's up with my game is that I I tapped into the shadow sentence of PM with Anna holding space for me. 
And now I'm basically noticing how I, how I become it sometimes. And I feel sad about that. And, and what, what I'm also busy with is uh, the, oh, I said it again. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm busy with a lot of stuff, but in, inside of me, and I guess what I would miss to also to make a pirate agreement about or to, to have a call with someone or check in sometimes uh, to remind me, I, Christine, are you becoming a slave of the space right now or are you creating your own? Christine, are you becoming a slave of the space right now or are you, becoming, are you creating your own? Right now I just became a slave again. What's your payoff? To not go into the into contact, to not get. No, but what's your payoff for that? What, what's your benefit? Why is that so interesting? That's a good question. Well, maybe not to deal with my own shadow sometimes, or... No, come on, you know, come on, let's get dirty. What do you really get to do with that? To work with it? No, what's your payoff? What's your benefit? How can you use that? I mean, you've been looking at whatever, 10 people in ecstasy for two hours, and you've been hiding out in slave drone land. What's, what's so exciting about that for you? What are you going to get for that? What's the exchange? You sacrifice your aliveness for two hours. What do you get to do with all that? Um, um, yeah. I, I did not understand what you said. I said, I'm blank. Like I'm just out of my body completely. Does it make sense that you paid a high price to be dead for two hours just now? Do you understand what I'm asking? Or is it, you know, some people go into blank. So if, if your gremlin just makes you go blank, then we can't talk right now.
Yeah. I hear what you say and I also can see your faces, but it just throws me back into childhood ego state. And it's like the payoff is every time to go back into that and back into that and back into that. And I don't want it to happen and it still does. And I'm doing my decontamination and it's like this playing small all the time. I think Susanna Switzler has a key for you. Have you talked to Susanna about that? I mean, she's charging for her emotional healing process these days, but it's not too high of a price yet. So what I'm saying is Susanna, I think, has a compassion. She has a way out. Mm. She has a way out for you. So, you know, you, you I, we care about you. And I care about you. You came here to participate in the game world incubator space. You've been coming to the cause. You're an important contributor to creating next culture. And you're, you're in a, a backwater somehow. You went into a cul-de-sac, you know, an end, a dead end road. You're just going around in a circle over there. So it's, you can come back. You just, now you know where the, where, there's, where the dead end road is. You know the trap is, it's like a trap. You know where the trap is that's important, but you don't have to stay in there. And I think, no, I, don't. I don't know, sorry? I don't want to stay in that. I did it long enough and it's it's killing me. So I don't know, Susanna, do you, I saw you nodding your head like you understood what where she was. Do you do you feel like you have something about that? It could help. Yeah, we have we have been in some processes. It's happening all the time. It's 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 really a deja vu going back to the child and again and again until you're really fed up. It needs to have also, and there was already a, a, a point of rage in your, in your voice. So it's over. Yeah. There are moments when I when I really feel my dragon speak and then I become it and I, I, at least that's, that's one of the proposals I got the last week to try that out. And it changed or it shifted something for me. And yeah. It sounds to me like you're using a trigger phrase. Do you know what a trigger phrase is? You mean right now or? Yeah. What did you say? You said it reminds me of my parents. You said it reminds me of home. Remember you said that? No. You, what did she say, you guys? Do you remember? Reminds, reminds me of, of her dragon. You were speaking um, about your dragon, Christine. Yeah, and I see Uncle Ace wanted to say something. Uh, 
you know what the trigger sentence are because uh, it's Spark 135 and you have done it, I think, many times in health space for other people. So this is what Clinton is asking. If there was a trigger sentence in, in the beginning of this space or at some point in this space that made you go back into that backwater. Mm. A lot, a lot of them, like what comes to me now is a lot of them. Can you say one or, or two or three? And write them in your beat book at the back of your beat book right now. Just Christine. Yeah, then as, what's sorry, I just want to say what is happening right now, that's the dragon. The thing of saying I don't want to be in that space is just not enough of a force. It's just, it's such a small force compared to this pull into the child yeah. ego state, the backwater, the benefit of it, the, you know, the resentment that comes from it. But this anger to say, I'm going to catch the sentence and write them down. That is the way out there. Mm -hmm. I've been there. There is no other way out. I haven't found any other way out than my rage to be, you know, to be present. To capture the sentence. So tell us one or two that you have. There's the, the most of them start with, I have to. I have the, to what? I have, I have to build this and that, like I have to build a game world. Okay, so will you write that down? I have to build a game world and something. I have to build a game world and what? I have to build a game world so I can survive. <clears throat> and what? It's something like, I don't know how I I don't want to, uh, they're trying to make me do something. It's and what? Keep using your anger to be present. Even the size, that comes from the child ego state. I have to build a game world so I can survive and my parents can survive too, something like that. You're not hitting it. No, some, not. Go ahead, Christina. Yeah. Actually, what I, what I realized, Christina, you were disappearing as soon as the question was in the space of what do you need? And something was like, bam. And it feels like, what do you need? And like, I don't need anything, something like this, because, and then it has something with to do with game worlds or whatever, how you would call it as um, a child, actually. Some, it's something like I am not allowed to need anything. Yeah, or I don't have mm -hmm. anything, or 
what should, why you even ask this question like the 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 resistance and to go back office like i have no answer to this question kind of mm. yeah 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 thank you it's the question that yeah there's uh, a mixture of uh, sadness and anger and then the sentences coming that i don't need anything like i'm not supposed to I just have to function. Yeah, that's yeah. So write that down. Mm -hmm. That's the trigger phrase. Yeah, that's it. He's gone. And, and I think it, there's an emotional, really an emotional healing process there where you've made that, you just made that decision, I think, in a very clear moment, whereas I'm not supposed to need anything, I need to function. And that, you know, and that's, then it's your life motto, like your life um, guide. Yes. Do you want to ask for an emotional healing process here yeah. or do you, yeah? Go ahead. Uh, I would like to ask uh, one of you or maybe more if you want to hold space for me to go through that process. Christine. I would love to be part of it. I want to observe. Yeah. Great. Christine uh, Plushens. Oh, and Vicente also? You want to be? Mm -hmm. Yes. Great. And would you put the link? Just announce it in the in the whole group so other people and just say just a couple sentences about what it's about. Mm -hmm. Great, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, M Martin. You're next. Okay, Vicente, you have a finger up. Yes, I will I... go after you. I would like to ask a possibility after you. I was struck a bit with the with the similar thing with Christina Plushens was like there is I don't have a need or like it's not okay to have a need actually. So, and Martin, I'm, would you would, did you write it down in your book as a trigger sentence? Not. Have you done this? Have you done this process of the trigger sentence? No. Okay. Have, or, it, of of you okay i i don't think so okay it's in a spark it's spark 135 and there's a whole script and you it's better to do it with a space holder someone who can hold space for you because there's a script of the two people to dis to capture to capture as a trigger hunter trigger sentence hunter those trigger phrases that make you go into this like clinton said this backwater withdrawn um you know, not, not present. And then when you capture them in your book, then they don't, um, anyway, the process is when you say them to yourself, then you're inviting a bunch of, of vampire energy entities eating your energy, you know, instead of 
using your energy to, to be here with us right now, for example. Great. Yes. There's also the Trigger Hunter website that even has a little more information on it. <clears throat> and some cool pictures of Van Helsing Just hunting one. triggers. Okay. It's, it's triggerhunters at mystrikingly.com. Yes, I saw it yesterday. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> Clarity leads to possibility. <clears throat> And so this would be one thing. And okay, it comes the fear of okay. I'm 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 also somehow living a story of uh, of of being in a family. I, like it seems like it's coming again. This uh, it's, okay. I, I I like I would have a two lives. Before I had a life, I I was like. Before I move with Christine, like this is nothing against Christine. This is my thing. Like, before I move with Christine, I, I somehow it felt like I would be more free somehow. Like I, I, I could in a way, I could. Okay, I could be crazy organizing stuff and jumping into things, and then it comes like I would close myself into into in a box of family. Like I need I need to provide to family. Even maybe it doesn't look from from her like it's it's my inner somehow mechanism of, of like and even my proof is like I'm telling my sister it works you know because like when I see Christine it's amazing where, she, amazing is. where like, she is like I could I could provide a big some money at what working and it's keeping this this uh, yeah so another process on the list. Martin, what it sounds like to me is that there was a, a program that was, you pushed a button on a program when you started the space of relationship with Christine. I am in a family and therefore, this is what I should do. Um, that's what a man should do. This is what a you know, husband, father, partner. And, and that program is not yours. You, you had just implanted the program. It's just waiting for you to come into a circumstances that it would in, uh, uh, start the program. So the, you know, an emotion, the emotional healing process would be to find out, to, to really find out what, what is the program? What is the construct that you have walked into because of some trigger? There was some kind of trigger moment where you said this is when the program starts but until you get a clear picture of the program the construct then you, you don't really get you know what it looks like and then you can maybe you have the chance you have the choice to get out you have the choice to get out because in my experience you know i don't really know you guys so much together with christine but i i'm not getting that program from christine so much and so so that you know and then something like that about the program because the the i mean i don't know the fun that it is to be in a gaian relation you know gaian game world of a relationship a space you know high level fun winning happening space of relationship is will ignite you 
you know, it has the possibility of actually igniting you to be bigger than you were, you would be alone. You would be, you know, bigger, more bold, take more risk, have more fun. I mean, otherwise, why would you be in a relationship? You know, if, if that was not the result of it. What? Uh, and Chloe, did you mute me on purpose? Uh, it was, there was an echo. Yeah, it was your computer. Okay. I just want to say, Martin, that a lot of the relationship programs are mimetic and uh, you're trapped inside of a mimetic construct. And I don't know that because you're a blue brain, I don't know that it will help you to understand what would help you is to go through the mimetic engineering process. And uh, I don't know so many mimetic engineers yet on the planet. I know Anne Chloe is one. I don't know if anybody else is, is one. Do you know anybody else, Anne Chloe? I think Anna Norambuena would could do it. Okay. But, and Martin, I know you haven't asked, but it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm gonna, I would hold space for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel that so, and and my box is like finding a way. Okay, to ask you because this is the right way to to do it. So, which, you yeah, could, you could you say I accept your you accept. Yeah, I, I expect your proposal. Okay. Thank you. I expect, I expect your proposal. I accept. <laughs> it's also nice. It's <laughs> okay, <laughs> I expect you holding. I I I I I, 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 I accept your space holding. Great, thank you. <laughs> I'm I somehow like I did not get much. Like I I I sense the memetic engineering because I I have the experience from you, Clinton. What you were like when you were holding space for me, Christine. That it did something. Like it, it's, it feels like it's in body. It's like, it's not like it is landing. And so, yeah, I'm not understanding how it works and I'm glad to experience it again. Okay. Will you put it on the group when it will happen, please? Yes. Thank you. Great. And I, I don't know, this is kind of wild. I don't know if you'll be able to do it, but if you're going to this party this weekend, you, know, you start observing people's relationship programs. You can start observing how, how they, they're, what are their construct of relationship? Because if you can notice it in others, then you can notice it easier in yourself. You know, the have tos, the this is, this is the only way it goes. This is how it has to happen. This is how I have to talk to my partner, like all this stuff. And yeah. Proposal. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Martin. Vicente. Yes. Um, I would like to ask for a possibility about the uh, uh, issue that I'm feeling about my game world. 
is because it is a game world about uh, making medicine and vibrational medicine from plants. And I've come with two difficulties. Uh, one is that the common culture uses uh, plant medicine to treat like, to have an allopathic effect. Like, oh, I'm going to take this plant for uh, ache, uh, a pain in my belly or for headache or for, but not for emotional. It's not common in the culture to think about it. And every medicine does emotional effect. And people don't feel it, don't realize it, it's there and it moves them. So one thing when I, I give someone the medicine and taste it, people don't have matrix to feel like, I don't know, I don't feel anything or, or and I start to sound like crazy for some people because, because it's not on the culture. So one possibility would how how can I how can I help people noticing that? And the other thing that happens is when I touch the person, I I, I grab on the hand, I can feel what he's or she's feeling and the anxiety. And I start telling, I feel that you have a block like this, and it starts. And sometimes people regard me as crazy, like I don't make contact with that, but but it, her field or his field is telling me that it's very clear. And sometimes another person, they say, that's exactly what I'm feeling. And then it starts going very fast on, on like my son died, I'm having this all my time and starts to pulling out stuff. And I, I don't feel prepared to hold space for that because people like start putting things uh, uh, so uh, a lot of thing, emotional things uh, about that. And, and then I have these two spaces or it is too much and, and I cannot go slow with the person and or it does, she doesn't feel or they don't feel anything and I feel like crazy. And there is a between that I know it can be trained. And I don't know, maybe there is something, something possibility about that. I, I do have some possibility. So it is mostly what you're saying. What I'm hearing is that your clients do not have the matrix to hear what you're saying or to hold it. And so it is your job to create the matrix in them. It is your job to create, to land a distinction that they do not have to get to inner-navigate their emotional body. It's really to inner-navigate their emotional body. So it's distinction that are very simple. And you can say, here we work with four feelings, anger, sadness, fear, and joy. And, you, and that, that is part of your context when your clients come in, all the clients. And some of them, you know, it, it will take a while for that matrix to be built, but you just repeat it over and over again. There's four feeling, anger, sadness, fear, and joy. When I'll give you this medicine, you will feel one of these feelings. And I will ask you what you're feeling. You know, and so really simple distinctions. You, you need to build the matrix in them so they can inner-navigate. Because if you tell them what's going on, then they're not doing the work. You're doing the work. And it needs to come from them. But the yeah. work that you do is to provide the distinction for them to do the inner navigation. 
So four feelings so it, in, I just want to, so distinction between feelings and emotion can be useful, you know, at some point. And also the mixed, mixed emotion, because people will have mixed emotion. Anger, sadness is depression. Yeah. You know, fear and sadness is isolation. Mm -hmm. and, and so, and so there's a practice that you can do in the emotional healing process collaboration group that is called learning how to feel like learning how to feel. And if you do the process, then you put yourself in the client position, which is learning how to say, I feel sad because I feel angry because I feel joy because, and if you do that regularly, you know, for the next month, you do it one or twice um, a week, then you'll, you will get more matrix in navigating your inner navigation and you will get, ah, oh, this is what people need because you're getting it and it's like, okay, people need this clarity to be able to inner navigate. Okay, Clinton, thank you. You wanted to say something. Yeah, yeah, I was just adding that it's your part of your job, like and Chloe said, to build a bridge. So if you give public talks, if you make a video, if you write a pamphlet, a little in, a pamphlet about your kind of service and explains it, then people, you will be building a bridge for people to be able to receive that kind of, go through that kind of healing. And so, but it, it's your job to build the bridge for them to come to, you know, to where you're, where you are. So you can meet right now, you're over here doing this and they think either you're crazy or they have this experience, but, you know, not so many people you're meeting, you know, so you need to build the bridge. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. What, what came to me, Vishens, is um, also that check your mindset about your service. It, it, it looks to me that it's um, still connected to the mindset of being a doctor, like that you yes. would, yes. And then you are in the old, yeah, modern Western world, right? You are in the old paradigm. And if you want to want to shift, you, you need to shift your point of origin into being a, a bridge builder or like, um, yeah, whatever you want to call yourself. But at the moment, you're still operating like a doctor. You have the solution. You would provide, you, you touch them and then you know it mm -hmm. even you know it it's like you don't share you just have a reference point and it's your scanning and you keep it for yourself and you build the bridge what they said yeah there's a lot to explore i was in a work talk years ago about the shadow side of modern culture medicine which is the you know the drama triangle what Christina was saying, as a doctor, you're, in the, you're the rescuer and your poor little clients are victims. And, but you can, you can shift into a high drama connection with your clients, which you know, not, they're not your patients, they're your clients. And you are a healer or you are a shaman or you are a bridge builder or you are um, a transformational agent. And, and you become a, you become, you're a space holder, really. What you are is a space holder for people to heal, where you create a space where healing is possible. 
yeah yeah that would be uh, the shift uh, once thank you once uh i was i was uh getting the the proposal on the grammy training about how to shift from low drama to high drama and i kept thinking on that and it was it was hard actually for me for me at least to to know how to shift to high drama i i don't know if i have enough uh understanding of how to operate in high drama i sent you the link to the three phase healing website did you see that before no it will give you a, a completely different orientation towards the work that you're doing because the ordinary doctors use two-phase healing, which is you get sick and they make you better back to how you were. And the three-phase healing is you get sick and then you go through this transformation process. That's the second phase. And the third phase is you come back to a new thing. You become, you use the illness as an evolutionary force. And so you're a facilitator of using illness or imbalances as the path to an evolved condition. So you don't try to put people back the way they were. You bring them to a new level and that's part of the bridge also. So it has, it's great information on there. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Clint. You're welcome. Great. And Vishant, I would propose for this shift from high, low drama to high drama, it's not really to think about it, but it's to experiment to really try experiments and see the results. Mm -hmm. Only the result will tell you, okay, was this low drama or was this uh, high drama? And so really experiment. Yeah, and the shift to, the shift away from rescuing your patients to helping facilitate transformation, that is a shift from low drama to high drama. Okay. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Vishant. So that was your two questions, right? You had the two questions in one. Yeah. Yes. Great. Okay. This is it. We're going on our gestation launching, six months launching period. Does anybody need anything or need to say anything before this, before we close this space? I need to see updates from all of you in the Telegram group from time to time over the next six months. Dan, would you would you would you be this force of update and and be your own you know bring your own update and say what about you guys? Yes, I sure will. Thank you. Cool. Okay. See you. See you around, Game World builders, Game World's architects. Keep going. Clinton, Clinton, just stay, yeah. stick around, okay? Stick around yep. here. Okay. Bye. 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 Thank Bye. you. See you. Have fun. Have Yay. fun.